Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Jonathan. We are moving into another edition of the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Basically, our goal here is to help you discover your passion and make money blogging about it. The last episode, we talked about time management for bloggers. If there's one question that I get a lot in the email or if there's a discussion that's going on in our Google Plus community, in fact, this question was even asked this last week in our Google Plus community, and there's over 20 replies to this question Basically, how do you find time to write? And when you sit down to write, how do you know where to, um, what to write about? Where do you get your ideas from? And it's a big deal, and it's something that you need to be able to know how to do because there's nothing more frustrating than having a passion and not finding time for that passion. And also, maybe you um, actually have some time and you sit down and you don't know what to do, where to start, where to focus. And so we're going to share with you two more principles that Bob and I both hold to and believe in when it comes to finding time to blog. And in this episode, we're going to really hone in on these two principles. First of all, you're going to hear Bob talk about the difference between planning and action. You really need both to be successful, but sometimes we can have too much fun in the planning, the dreaming, the idea creation, that we never really get to the actual work, the actual writing of the content, writing the ebook, recording the podcast, making the video. And the big difference, and you'll hear Bob talk about this, is understanding the different roles. There are two roles at play here. You have a boss you, and you have a worker you. Knowing the difference and knowing the roles of each is critically important, and Bob's going to talk about that in a little bit. The second principle you're going to hear is the difference between education and experience. Now, we need to know what to do. That's the skill and the wisdom and knowing what to do and how to do things. But without experience, you really don't fully learn. And so we're going to talk about how to balance out the difference between actual education side of things and just enjoying learning new things and actually putting it to work, the actual experience, measuring the results and seeing the difference. So again, this conversation was Bob and I mentoring a group of about 30 or so bloggers who went through a coaching process with us. And I think you'll find the conversation to be helpful and insightful for helping you 
Find Time Blobby. We're just going to talk about planning and taking action a little bit. I, in order to be successful, probably as an entrepreneur, I mean, I was going to say as a blogger, but I mean, as an entrepreneur, you know, and really, I mean, in most things we do in life, uh, there have to be both sides of that equation. I mean, we have to spend some time kind of planning and kind of looking out into the future and, and trying to uh, figure out where we want to go. Um, you know, as a personal finance blogger, and that was you know what I started doing. That's a big thing, you know, with getting your finances under control. It's really important to kind of see where you want to go. What what are your goals? Do you want to be out of debt in three years? You know, if so, what do we have to do now? You know, so so it's kind of there's two sides. You got to be just forecasting in the future. You know, setting those goals and planning, and then you got to spend you know more time and more energy taking action. Um, and so one of the things that I just kind of noticed helped for me, helped me a lot, um, and it's not real glamorous the way I'm describing it, but, um, but basically I look at myself in two different roles. I have myself as the boss and I have myself as the worker. And, you know, and I think this stems out of me, you know, being a fairly new entrepreneur and a fairly new self-employed worker, you know, I've only been working for myself for, uh, I guess, three years now and I spent all the time before working for somebody else and working for a boss who had no problem telling me what to do and um, saying this is what you have to do and you have to be done by then and if not you know and um, so anyway so what I try to do now is flip back and forth between those two modes so I try to spend you know a small percentage of my time as the boss and in for the boss of of my company um, you know, I try to figure out, okay, what do we want to do the next month? Um, what do we want Bob, the employee, to get done? You know, so so if any of you are managers, you know, you got to come up with things, you know, for your employees to do sometimes. And if they don't have anything to do, then they're just sitting there, you know. So, um, so for me, I have to get into that boss mode and um, just kind of decide and figure out and plan on what I want me to get done, you know, and, and so I would say I probably spend like 10% in that kind of managerial mode, um, just kind of planning, you know, what I want and need to get done. And then I try to flip over and spend, say, the next, next 90% of my time, um, just actually doing it and putting my nose to the grindstone and just getting it done and basically pretending like I have a boss again, you know, rather than just sitting around, um, not getting things done. You know, um, because, yeah, I mean, anybody said a job knows that, you know, you work with some people who work hard and then you work with some people who don't. And, um, you know, and, and it's easy when you're your own boss to just slack off and to just coast. But, you know, that's one of the challenges of being self-employed is just constantly fighting against that, that, um, you know, lack of uh, productivity and, and just really getting something done. Um, so this is one way that I've fought against that and, um, it's helped me quite a bit. So, you know, I encourage you just to try it out, kind of a play with, play with it a little bit. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a silly idea, but it works for me. So we'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, and then the next point, um, Jonathan kind of touched on this a bit, but, um, um, and I think, and actually, I think Jonathan put this point in here. So, or Jonathan, were you talking about 
um, the time of the day. Is that what you're talking about here? Um, more or less when they have opportunity. So it's like when you, you if you're part-time or you're full-time, whenever you consider your prime time for you to work on your blog, that prime time is when you're worker you. You can't, yeah. you, you can't um, just live with the boss you or nothing gets done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's a, that's a good example because I've spent um, seasons or, or, or days where I do just kind of be the boss and I just plan and think and dream and, you know, and all this. And it's really fun and it's exciting and, and kind of like some of us were talking about or like Jonathan was talking about laying in bed and getting all these ideas. You know, I do the same thing and um, it's so fun and thrilling getting all these ideas, but, you know, you got to have somebody to implement them, you know, and and right now, for me, a lot of that is me and, um, you know, and, and maybe, you know, you have other people working in your company or on your blog who can help you and, you know, and I have a little bit of that now. Um, but but you have to be able to get that stuff done. you got to be able to take those dreams and those visions and those plans and find a way to put action to them, you know. And, and regardless of how well you, uh, you outsource things, you're, you're going to have to do you know, take some action yourself. So, so either way. Yeah. But that's a really good point. So, um, so yeah, I think we can leave that at that and then, uh, move on to the next one, Jonathan. Excellent. So this one we talked about maybe the first week or maybe I think it was the first week we, we started talking about this idea, but I just wanted to bring it up one more time, just kind of drive home the point. And principle number five is understanding the difference between education and experience. And I put a little statement in here, and this statement holds true for me. As most of you know, I love learning. So this has been the biggest help is for me to understand the difference between that. And um, speaking of that, I took the, uh, the strengths finder, and like learner was at the top of the list. So... <laughs> I know some of you may be like me. It's and that's and that, that's good. Like Bob was talking about, you need to be learning about what's going on in the blogging world. You need to be a part of webinars like this, but don't just do that. You know, I I just I wish when I look back, I wish I would have balanced it out even more early on with experience because experience sometimes is the best teacher. And so this statement says it feels like you're making progress when learning, but real progress comes from taking action and learning from it. And again, just to drive home the point, scroll back up here to our quote. Wisdom and skill is what you guys are learning right now. So wisdom is knowing what to do next. So you're learning that. Some of you already taken action. You guys have got your blog set up. You've gotten your first post um, set up. Uh, I think it was, forget who talked about, somebody talked about getting their um, mailing list going and starting to collect some email addresses. I think it was Craig, um, if I remember right. But, and that's great um, that you guys are actually starting to take action to it. So you're learning what to do. The skill is knowing how to do it. We're teaching you how to do these things. But then the virtue is doing it. And that's where experience is the greatest teacher. And 
for Bob and I, we were talking about this yesterday, and it's like some of the best things we've learned is just by doing it. Um, I, the, like for instance, the the creator of the keyword strategy tool, he's got a PR8 blog, which is unbelievable that he's got that kind of page rank and authority, um, and his visits are are unbelievable as well. But what he does is he actually buys a dummy domain and uses a dummy domain just to do testing. He just tests out different things to see how things work. Now, obviously, he can do that now because he's got the time and the ability to, to, to do the testing. You don't want to get so sidetracked to that you're chasing every little shiny new object and every little type of, of uh, traffic tip that you get. There will be a time and place for that. But the the whole idea that I'm saying, what I'm the point I'm trying to make is that you got to value experience, and sometimes it really is that whole idea of just jumping in and doing something and kind of figuring out ways to do it better the next time as you go along. So again, the the application here is the ratio that we talked about. So if you guys spend two hours with us on a webinar learning then you need to pick two hours to take action on your blog. Um, and ideally, maybe even scale that up even greater and maybe you spend twice as much as you do learning. So that education versus experience is good. It's, it's an important thing for you guys to remember. So Bob, I don't know if you have anything to add on there or if you want us just to jump into the next one. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more about um, the experience factor. I, you know, I, I, I've spent a lot of time learning things and, and reading blogs and, you know, and reading everything I could get my hands on about learning how to do what I'm doing now. Um, but it all of that pairs in comparison to what I learned from just trial and error and from trying things out and um, and just playing around and tinkering and you know, and, and really just that experience side of it. So, you know, for as much as I learned um, just from listening and reading, you know, the, the experience side of it was just so much more valuable. Okay, so let's just apply what we just heard. I want you to really not just listen, but actually apply the principles that Bob and I just shared. The first thing I want you to do is think about the difference between the boss you and the worker you. Now, like Bob said, they're kind of cheesy names and maybe we need to figure out a better way to say it. But where do you spend the most time? Do you spend too much time in the boss arena where you just spend time thinking, you spend time looking at the design of your blog, you spend time dreaming about products that you could create, books that you could write, um, learning strategies and ways to do things, but then you're really weak on the action. Or on the other side of things, maybe you've gotten way too much on the action that you're all over the place and you really hadn't taken time to think of your goals, uh, taken time to actually think about what results are working on your site, Maybe you're scattered everywhere. You need to learn the balance between the two. So you need to think about what is it that I want to accomplish? What are my options? And now I need to go do those things. I need to take action.
So that's the first thing I would tell you. The second thing is I would, like we mentioned, mirror your learning to your actually taking action. And this is something we really tried to incorporate into our Blogging Your Passion University. Those of you that are students that are in there, then you know the breakdown of how we move you through the process. We, um, inside the members area, the videos are broken down into little tutorials with the goal of, once you've completed that 10-minute video, go take action on what we just showed you. So, for example, we walk through and show you how to set up your first Facebook fan page, how to set it up correctly, and how to, to you know optimize it to get likes and set it up in the right way. So what we want you to do in that short video is go take action. We don't have, you know, I guess an hour worth of video showing you how to do each and every one of the different social medias crammed into one video. And we do that for a purpose and a reason. We want you to take specific action. So that one-to-one -one ratio is very important. If you just watched a video inside Blogging Your Passion University that was 15 minutes long, Take the next 15 minutes and actually do the action steps that we gave you in the video. You will find that you'll get so much more out of it. Experience is the best teacher. So if you're not a student of Blogging Your Passion University, then I'd encourage you to come get involved. It really doesn't matter if you are just thinking about starting a blog or you've been blogging for a while. We have starting points for every one of you. In 101, it's, it's perfect and ideal for people who are just getting started. In fact, we intentionally, when we created it, said we want this to be good for somebody if they are 8 years old or if they're 80 years old. We really worked hard to try to keep it simple. And the goal of 101 is to get your blog set up and you know how to make your first blog post. And you've set up the right foundation with plugins and having the right SEO optimized blog. In 201, it's really for somebody who's less than a year, uh, wants to start building traffic. So if you are comfortable with your blog, but you don't know how to get traffic, 201's a great place to start. In 301, you've got some traffic, you want more, and you want to figure out how to really crank up the knob and turn your hobby into a business. So I'd encourage you to go check it out. You can see all three of those courses at bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash university. So come and check us out. Well, that's it for this podcast. I hope it's helpful to you in getting you to find more time and use the time that you do have more wisely as you go out there and blog your passion. Mm -hmm.